If you're looking for success in the vacation rental industry, Heather Bayer and the team at CottageBlogger.com are here to show you that it's entirely within reach. Welcome to Vacation Rental Success, the show that features interviews with industry experts, successful vacation rental owners, and more, all geared toward helping you make it happen. Here's your host, Heather Bayer. Well, hello again and welcome to episode number 40. That's number four zero. Can't believe we've got this this far and really, really hope you're enjoying the podcast episodes that have been going out recently. It's been such a lot of fun talking to so many different people. Um, talking about talking to people, I've just spent uh, a good 45 minutes talking to somebody, uh, talking to a contractor who's coming in to do a complete renovate of our basement while we go on our road trip, which starts on September the 21st and I can't wait. And uh, and it was it was really interesting to talk to him because it all really links in with the guest I have um, to talk to today because her website has really inspired me, motivated me, really pushed me to get this going and get this renovation up and running. I really have no design savvy at all. I remember doing art at school and I seem to recall I, I wasn't that bad at it. I did a lot of pencil drawings, a little bit of charcoal here and there. But, you know, if uh, if I really think about it, I was not, I, I'm just not a great artist. Stick figures are about as much as I can get to if I'm, if I'm drawing. Pictionary is just rubbish. I, I don't play the game because... The, the the creativity just isn't there. You know, I learned an awful lot by using Pinterest and Pinterest boards and and that's given me a huge amount of inspiration. But today's guest really knows her stuff. I'm going to be listening in very carefully to her answers. I'll be going back to her blog shortly and we'll be taking on board all the tips and advice she gives. And I'm sure a lot of you will know Mercedes Brennan from her fantastic blog, One Chic Retreat. And, and I'll be putting a link to that on the show notes, but it's one, as in the number one, chic, C-H-I-C, retreat, R-E-T-R-E-A-T dot com, onechicretreat.com. So you really need to go check that out because there's some, and go to, click on Design Labs, because that gives you access to some of the most amazing blog posts that Mercedes has been writing recently. So I'm I'm really really delighted because it's been t- it's taken me quite a long time to get Mercedes on the show. So I'm really pleased to have her here today. So let's kick off with the interview. So hi Mercedes, how are you doing today? It's fantastic to have you here on the podcast with me. Hi Heather, thanks for having me. I'm I'm loving your podcast. I actually call your podcast my 300 calorie workout because oh. <laughs> I, I <laughs> no when when you when you publish them I I download them onto my iPhone I take them to the stair machine at the gym and I have a half an hour that I don't get off the stairmaster and so um, yes you you not only inspire people to um, 
you know, do well in this business, but you also inspire people to stay in shape. Oh, so I'm now in the fit. I'm in the fitness industry too. That's wonderful. You definitely are in the fitness industry. I just thought I'd let you know that. Oh, <laughs> did you know that that actually means I could do? I could actually go into another category in iTunes. <laughs> I think so. Yes, I think you definitely need to uh, think about that. Well, I, I listen to podcasts all the time, and and I'm always if I'm out for a run or if I'm walking the dog. It's such a great medium for getting information. I was at the gym this morning and talking to my trainer and just said, and she said, what are you listening to? What music are you listening to? And I said, I'm not, I'm educating myself. And then I thought, wow, that sounds a bit pompous. No, it probably, no, but it's kind of the new way of of listening to information. I mean, you sort of can pick and choose and you don't have to just listen to the radio anymore. You know, it's, it's amazing. I, I love it. It's a revolution. Well, you know, I'm trying to share that. And uh, and I did say, I've been saying, I won't talk about the podcast conference anymore. But uh, having come back from that, it's just motivated me even more to, to mm-hmm. perhaps, uh, you know, to, to grow the business and, uh, and, and help other people out in, in getting podcasts going. Let's talk about your background in, in the design business, because uh, you sort of came on the vacation rental scene about six or eight months ago. Is that right? I did. I launched One Chic Retreat in January. And um, my journey towards um, doing so was um, pretty multifaceted. But but I actually do have an aha moment um, when the idea was conceived. And uh, you want to hear about that? Absolutely. Okay. So um, a huge part of who I am besides being an interior designer is I'm a vacation rental fanatic. So, um, in fact, I'm, I'm sort of obsessed with vacation rentals. Um, we have a family of four, my husband, John, and I, and we have two teenagers at this point. But when we first started renting vacation rentals, uh, our kids were, um, well, my daughter was an infant and my son was a toddler. We just sort of discovered this notion of, like, we don't have to stay in a hotel. We can stay in a vacation rental, and then we don't have to worry about, you know, disturbing the guests next door with a crying baby and um, from that point on, it's been like about 13 years of staying in exclusively staying in vacation rentals. And in fact, the only time we would stay in a hotel is if we absolutely have to. There's no other alternatives. I love the fact that they have become so popular and they've become so easy to find. I hear this from people all the time that they'd never think of staying in a hotel again. Uh, whether it, whether it's traveling with a spouse or traveling with 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 a whole family, they're just you know why would you do that? Exactly, why would you do that? Especially because you know most people these days go on vacation with family and friends. So if you're staying in a hotel room, you're you're sort of separated by these walls, and you kind of meet out in the hallways, and then you say, well, where do we kind of gather together? There's the hotel bar, but then you know you end up sort of you know, having this big tab. <laughs> so it's, you know, it's, it's so wonderful. And I'm so happy that they exist. Um, and in fact, so my husband and I actually not too long ago, we started counting how many vacation rentals we'd stayed in. And we've actually, we think we've stayed in 52 over the last 12 years. So it, I mean, we really between lacrosse family weekends, you know, like our kids play lacrosse and um, we have to, you know, go away for the weekend to watch that and, and actual family vacations. Yeah, we think it's been like 52. So anyway, because I have the design, I, you know, I am an interior designer. Everyone always votes me to be the person responsible for combing through the listing sites and Googling away to find the, the really chic digs. 
and I am pretty good at this, even though it's time consuming, I, I usually narrow it down to a few possibilities. And then I, I eagle eye through the reviews and come up with the winner. And the winner in the vacation rental business cleans up, just absolutely cleans up. It, it's, it's amazing. Like they suck up most of the bookings in their locale. And, and I just, you know, I know that they have fantastic investment room. So um, it's, it's always that sort of aha moment and that wow moment when you find the vacation rental that you, you know, that you want and you sort of, the adrenaline rushes in and you say, oh my gosh, I think someone else is going to get this before me. You know, this is a perfect place. Look at the dishes, look at the, you know, look at this living room. And so you just book it. And sadly, I mean, for me, not for the owners, but sadly, we too often wait a bit too long. And then the really nice, chic, beautiful place is already booked up. So like right now, I'm working on booking up a place in Wisconsin on Madeline Island. And it's a kind of a barn house. The owners have repurposed barn wood and built a house. And it is stunning, stunning. And I just talked to the owner who actually lives in my area in Ojai, California. And I said, so when, when do I need to book this place? And, you know, when do, what do you have open for 2015? And he said, well, July is all booked up, but we do have two weeks available in August. And this is, you know, a year from now. There's just so much power in having a beautiful vacation rental. Well, I, I would like so, to put a link to that, uh, that, that property on, on, the, on, <laughs> yes. on the show notes because I think I everybody's going to want to know what it is that absolutely sparks your interest. What's your background in design? First of all, I, I am a, a traveler. I'm just sort of, a, I, before I was married, I was a traveler. I lived in South America, Chile, Chile for 10 years. And I met my husband down there. He's actually a New Yorker, but he was living down there too. And we ended up staying there for 10 years. And I, be, I was a furniture designer down there. I, you know, I just sort of got into that business somehow because I have a real eye for furniture design. And there are a lot of incredibly talented carpenters there. So um, if somebody wanted a kitchen made, they'd come to me and then I would talk to the carpenters and, and I would conceive the design for the kitchen or, you know, I would, I did a lot of dining room tables and, um, and some beds as well. And so that was, you know, a lot of fun. And so I mostly did that. I had small children, so I was doing that sort of part time when I was living down there. And then we have a family real estate investment here in California. And so we, we ended up moving back to California 10 years ago. And right upon moving back, I realized I need to go to school. I, I want to get a formal degree in interior design. And thankfully, I live very close to UCLA, and they have a fantastic graduate degree program, and it, it's called in Interior Architecture. And it's, it's, it's very academic. You really learn how design impacts people's happiness levels and how people respond to environments. And it's, you know, all backed by scientific research. It's not just like, oh, this looks pretty. You know, it's... It's like, why is the sofa, why does the sofa look good there? And what is it doing for the people that are sitting there? I graduated in 2011. And then I was very lucky. I was hired by Windsor Smith Home. Windsor Smith is a celebrity designer in, in Los Angeles. And um, I worked for Windsor for um, about a year and learned so much practical advice. You know, so I sort of took that academic knowledge and then her practical knowledge and just really sort of took off with what I felt like I knew. In fact, we had a really exciting uh, project together called the Veranda House, the House of Windsor sponsored by 
Veranda House magazine. It was it was sort of this beautiful house that she designed, and you know I helped uh, on that. And actually, the next year it was bought by um, Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> so <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow now lives in that house I worked on, and so that was just incredible learning experience how to put a house together so that people really respond on a deep emotional level. It was so much fun. It was so much fun. And Windsor is just a really great person. I love her. She's, you know, so much fun and she's very relaxed designer, which puts everybody at ease. And uh, she just knows so much. She's really kind of a guru. So I was very lucky to have learned so much from her. Anyway, since working for Windsor, I've done um, two commercial projects and several residential projects. And recently, I'm doing vacation rental design because I, I just said, you know, I, I want to do more than just work for um, individual clients. I mean, it is very satisfying and, and I enjoy that. But I really want to take my knowledge and empower other people with it. I believe that everyone is is capable of creating a beautiful interior. And um, I think that vacation rental owners especially need this knowledge. I'm sure you're going to agree with me on this, but a lot of people go into vacation the vacation rental business thinking like a real estate investor. Um, and I'm a real estate investor, and, and you are too. And so there's sort of the mindset of like, okay, so I'm going to spend this much on the house, and, and this is going to be sort of the return. And they don't really think necessarily about the interior. The bottom line of your investment is sort of wrapped up in what the house looks like. It's it kind of, you can't ignore aesthetics in this business. So um, that's why I started One Chic Retreat. I just thought, you know, this is needed. This message needs to get out. And um, it's doing really well since I launched it in January. I've really, I've gotten quite a lot of subscribers and not only that, but I've gotten a lot of personal emails from people, you know, thanking me for starting it. You've really helped me. And so it's just been one grand adventure and a lot of fun and very fulfilling. Well, I, I absolutely love your website. And as I said before, when we we're having the chat before we uh, <clears throat> before we started recording, it seems like you've been around for a lot longer than than six months. You've made it <laughs> You know, it made a huge impact on me. I, it's got me really looking at my own properties. And I know that uh, that others that I've spoken to are, are already taking on board the things that uh, that you're saying, your tips, your recommendations and suggestions, and actually putting them into action. It's, it's just fantastic. That is so good to hear. Thank you. <laughs> now, now, what we're going to be talking about today is, is what you're calling the design concept. But before we move on to that, I just want to touch on a post earlier this year that I believe I shared with my audience at that time on the blog. And it had a huge impact with, um, with a lot of owners. And it was entitled yes. Three Design Mistakes That Guarantee an Uninspiring Vacation Rental Nobody Wants to Book. And, you know, that really got to me because I'm, I'm living in a fairly <laughs> rural area. We have a lot of cottages. And every time I go out and see a cottage and I see one of grandma's old throws, uh -huh. it just reminds me of that post. <laughs> So can you can you just well, we tell all us love our grandmothers, but we don't necessarily want our grandmothers in the bedroom, right? Absolutely. <laughs> so so can you just tell us what what are those three design mistakes? Well, the first one is um, all too common granny bedspread, or I like to also call it the holly hobby bedspread. It's sort of um, it's it's just kind of 
um, quilted or it's like made of polyester and it's got kind of florals on it, but I'm not against florals, but it, it, it's, it's sort of like, it just reminds you of, of 1962 and not the Mad Men series, right? I mean, I'm not talking about the really stylish 1962. I'm talking about the, you know, women home garden or something. It, I don't know what it is, but I just see them all over the place. In fact, when I wrote that blog piece about please avoid the granny bedspread, it sadly only took me two minutes to locate one. And I, I don't even remember what listing site I went to. And of course, I wouldn't name it on a blog post, but it took me two minutes to find one. So they are just too common and they are so easy not to have. It's just something that you can easily donate um, and or, you know, throw away maybe um, and get something um, much more simple. Um, I recommend uh, like white sheets and um, maybe a sort of a duvet in the natural material, like a, a linen, putting it kind of folded at the bottom of the bed. And, um, and then a few pillows, not too many pillows. And the other thing is don't make it, don't make your bed to look too tuck, like too um, made up because you don't want a bedroom to look uptight. You want a bedroom to look enticing. And so you kind of, you don't, you sort of want this sort of relaxed feel to your bed linens. So anyway, that's the, the first thing I wrote about was the granny bedspread. Um, and then the other thing uh, was the the camel sofa, right? Was that was that what it was? Yes, it was. Otherwise, otherwise known as the ungainly beige sofa. I I know these. <laughs> I know these. I think I had one. Yes. Okay. So when I what I tell my clients in in this business is, when you look at furniture, look at furniture like, do you want to date your furniture? Okay. I know that sounds funny, but it's true. Like, do you, do you want to marry your furniture? Do you want to date it? Do you want to take your furniture out for a dance, right? Think about your favorite celebrity or your, you know, somebody that maybe your husband, uh, if he's debonair, um, and translate that person into a sofa or a chair. It's not just the sofa, it's just furniture in general, but sofas particularly tend to get kind of dumpy looking, like, People, I don't know why, but they, they go for these sort of like showroom sofas that you find in maybe like big box stores with big arms and big like chunky pillows and lots of times like sort of swathed in, in like polyester or something. And pieces should think of it as, as just this nice, sexy thing that you want in your house. And usually that will work. And, and my sort of test is, does it look good without pillows? Does it look good just on its own standing there? If, if you want to sit in it and you should want to sit in that sofa, you should say, wow, I want to sit in that sofa. I have my novel, my Kindle. I have my iPad. I want to just lay down in that sofa. And, 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 the, and the reason I call it the camel sofa is um, it's sort of like, does it look like a camel? Because I think the the reasoning behind buying the, you know, the beige un, ungainly sofa is, oh, it's going to go with everything, right? It's beige. You know, I can put any carpet under it and it's going to last a really long time. It's sturdy. And, and those are all characteristics of a camel, right? So you're in the desert and, you know, a camel lasts a long time. They, you know, they last, they can live up to 15 years. You don't have to, you know, they don't need water very frequently and you can put blankets on them, but, but they still are a camel, right? They don't, they're not very attractive. They do not belong in your vacation rental. Yeah, they're ugly and they spit. Yes. 
Yes, that's true. And number so, three was the wallflower. The number three was the wallflower, which I call the um, the ugly plastic black TV stand on which your your TV and your entertainment and your game system sits on. And I call it a wallflower because even though it might have all these great attributes like cable and a you know an Xbox and DVD system and everything. Um, it's ugly and it's just sitting there in the corner and nobody really even appreciates it and doesn't really want, care about its good attributes because it looks so unappealing there in the corner. I think that article definitely addressed ways to dress up your television and your gaming system. Like, I'm not one of these interior designers that say, hide your TV at all costs. I, I don't think you should necessarily hide your TV. I think you can actually keep it out if you wish, in a, in a, but put it on a really nice stand. Like it doesn't even have to be a TV stand. It could be a, it could be a, you know, a, a really pretty antique trunk, or it could be a nice modern, sleek Italian cabinet. Everything will look better. So, yeah. uh, absolutely, I, 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 that, that's one I do agree with because I see so many of these. It's just. It's it's almost like an afterthought. Well, we've got to have we've got to have a television, and so we'll find something in the nearest yard sale to put it on. Guests will really appreciate it. They they will appreciate all of the accoutrements and wonderments of your television if it's put in a in a you know a nice corner or a person that will stand, and it will be appreciated more. So yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you for that. That, you know, I, th- I think if we start if we stop there, people could go away and, and and start looking at their their vacation homes and perhaps thinking about making the changes. But I I want to go on to your your new project, which you're calling the design concept. And I've I've read that first blog post and immediately took. I mean, I'm about to um, renovate my basement, okay. which is you know I, I I live in what used to be an old holiday cottage which has been hugely extended and expanded over the past 20 years. So bolt-on bits all over the place. But this basement where, where we spend most of our time is, is dark. It's, it's, it's just dark. <laughs> uh-huh. and is it, does it have windows? It, it doesn't. Well, it has one window but out onto another room, which is a sunroom. So, but, I, but I had the contractor around today and, you know, he's a little bit old style. So he said, so you want, you know, we're going to create this great bookcase for you around surrounding the television. So <laughs> you, you, we'll, we'll get you some nice pine. And I said, no, no more pine, no more pine. But, <laughs> but I, I read your blog post and I started getting some ideas and that, that it, it's already, you've only done part one and I'm already inspired so oh good i'm just about to publish part two so you won't have to wait very long excellent because you have these four essential steps for creating a design concept so what are they i do okay well first of all let me tell you you know i'll I'll tell the audience what a design concept is um it it sounds a bit academic and elusive but basically a design concept is your design foundation so it's your aesthetic vision overriding your your rental so, I, I mean, it's sort of like a, like branding, like a, like a company business plan. So, you know, you decide where your company is going to go and what it's going to do, and then you put in your implementation strategy. And it's the same for a, a design concept. So you, you look at your rental and you say, what, what is the overall kind of aesthetic brand that this vacation rental is emitting? Um, it's, you know... 
and it's it's basically the theme mood vibe of the of the space and um basically i tell people there there are four things that you you need to do to create it you need the first of all you need to um consider your audience so first of all who's renting your rental like what kind of people if you are in you know disney world you can assume that families are renting your rental and and frequently with children um if you are, I, I have an example in the blog post. Uh, there's a beautiful community in, in Colorado called um, Buena Vista, and they have several vacation rentals that they've decorated, but they really are appealing to the millennial sensibility. So they have a lot of repurposed wood and they have kind of some references to, you know, kayaking and outdoor photography. If you have a, a wine country rental, then you need to assume that the people are going to want like a much more sophisticated kind of environment. So um, that's the first component. Consider your audience and design for them. Um, the second component is consider your architecture. So, you know, if you have, like you mentioned, you have a cottage, um, there's a lot you can do with a cottage. Um, I'm, I'm doing a cottage right now in, in Idaho and we are doing a, our, our concept is, Hemingway is coming home for the weekend and he's inviting his artist friends. You know, it's a very small cottage um, and there's, there's some hunting references that are in the area. There's also some skiers in the area, but it's kind of a hearty crowd. Um, but it's also, a, you know, a, a, a well-read crowd. So, um, you know, that's the concept that we chose. And, and I can't wait to, to finally show that when that's done because it's a really exciting project. Um, the third component is consider your geography. Consider the fact that what's out there. Like if you are on the beach, you might want to go for a, you know, a, obviously a very beachy theme or have some kind of beachy colors. And, and I'm not talking about theme, meaning like, oh, let's put shells everywhere. It's more of sort of a vibe or feeling. So you would choose, you know, like maybe lighter colors that would reflect the colors of the sky beach setting better or if for example if you're in Montreal and you have a loft then you might want to go for sort of a, a James Bond kind of feeling more city sophisticated urbane look so um, the geography kind of is really is impactful and it does matter tremendously and then the fourth component which is really the fun part is make sure your design concept is something appeals to you personally um, if, if you don't personally like it then you're not going to enjoy the process of design in it and you know most vacation rental owners use their properties and they're going to want to be in a place that they that they really like themselves so those are the four absolutely essential components of the design concept and once you figure that out you can take images of things that inspire you and now I'm, you know, I'm sort of, I have a bit of a graphic design background, so I do all of my stuff in Illustrator, but, but I have, have had clients. I, in fact, I try to get my clients to do it on their own because I think it's such a great creative process and, and I, it also enables owners to get involved, which I, I love to involve my clients. Um, but just take a piece of construction paper and or, you know, create some Pinterest boards. Almost everybody can do that and gather images that all sort of evoke a, one particular mood or vibe. And when once you do that, all of your buying decisions are going to be based on this feeling and this aesthetic look. And they tend to just come together and you get this 
compelling vision. Like you get this overall sort of very compelling look that comes together well. It's a, remarkable how well it works in getting people to sort of hone in what they want. One, one thing I love about the posts that you are doing on One Chic Retreat is, is, the, is the visuals. Because, oh. you know, we, we can all read text, but to actually see those pictures, you just, you know, I was getting aha moments. And oh, that's wonderful to hear. Thank yeah, you. it's just those, the things just jump out and you go, yes, I could, I could definitely do that. You did that. And I've got to touch on this post because it, I, I took me a little while to find the post, but there it was. It was about making your bedroom sex friendly. And I and I I asked you earlier on, did you did you get a yes. reaction from that? And because your your basic premise on that was that, come on, people, you've got a vacation rental. Your guests are going to have sex in that bedroom, so make it a place <laughs> that is going to be romantic and enticing for them. And th- there were some images there about um, showing why it's so important to to create a a delightful looking bedroom and if i hadn't seen some of those images you know i wouldn't have had the ideas about you know some of the simple things like pinning a piece of cloth to a wall at the back of a bed which suggests this thrown back and and you have this wonderful um an analogy with the seer's throne so i'm i'm putting a link to that as well so everybody goes and takes a look at this post because i think it was stellar yeah. your images are just great and um and that's what people are, are seeing from this so you've given us the four essential steps for creating a design concept and and i'm going i for one i really am going to be looking forward to the next two um parts in this series but what about you know i i have no design background mercedes and i and i know that a, a number of people that i've spoken to when i've talked about staging and here's my pinterest boards on staging or vacation rental and they've said well i have mm-hmm. you know those look very nice but i just can't seem to do it is it possible for someone without a design background to be able to create something that you know similar to what you're talking about here i i definitely think so I really, I think that people tend to feel a bit blocked about interior design because they just sort of, um, I think what's intimidating about the field of interior design and, and funnily enough, I think this is why I hesitated about even getting a degree in interior design back in, you know, when I was a college aid student, um, is that it just seems a bit overwhelming and there's so many design blogs and they bombard you with these beautiful rooms, but you actually have no idea how to create those rooms. That's my goal for one chic retreat. One, sorry, one chic retreat is to actually have kind of a formula about how to do it on your own. And I, I believe in empowering people. I believe that people can create beautiful interiors, and they should, they should not shy away from it. They should definitely um, try their hand at it. I, you know, I believe we're all learners, and we're all good at things that we maybe don't think we're good at, and we need to to be open minded about it. Um, like I said, you know, a lot of, a lot of, it's not really a choice with vacation rental owners. It's sort of like you have to create these amazing interiors if you want a good investment return. There's a difference between a person that's approaching their, the design of their own house. They can kind of go, well, I'm not really into interior design. I'm happy with my sofa and my, you know, my rug and it's, that's fine. I'm happy with vacation rentals. It's kind of, you have to do it. You just have to do it. It's part of it's part of the investment. So I think that's why I started it. Is that I, you know, we don't all have the money to hire designers, and and frankly, designers just sometimes ask an arm and a leg. 
and they um, tend to specify very expensive uh, materials and very expensive furniture. And um, you know, I have a post also on my blog about how to approach decorating in a in, a, in an affordable way. Um, it's on basically taking advantage of Craigslist, eBay, estate sales, and um, and just you know, oh, and outlets. And um, for example, I you know I. I had a vacation rental. I did sell it, sadly. I'm looking for another one. But I had a vacation rental in 2012 and 13. And I, you would be amazed at how cheaply I did that vacation rental. It was all, um, most of the things were found on eBay and Craigslist. And, and um, of course, I'm also a big fan of iGavel and outlets. And so, for example, I have a $3,000 Donhia beautiful cloud light in the master bedroom and I found it for $230 on eBay. So <laughs> it's just, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot of tricks to, to doing things inexpensively and making them look high end. And so, I mean, I just advise people like check out my blog. You know, I have a lot of great, great tips and I do have plans in next year, 2015 to start doing some, um, some courses, some online courses. So, um, that will be available next year. I will, um, I'll, I'll, definitely be watching out for those because as i say you know my my design is uh, or expertise is is virtually non-existent that sounds like a a, a great um option that uh, that you you'll, you'll be giving to people next year so we will yeah. look forward to that with uh, with interest we've been talking about people rebranding their property what's mm-hmm. what's one thing that every owner should consider before they approach a rebrand you have to come up with your concept just because you have a, an already your your rental is already furnished i always tell if you don't have a design concept and your furniture is already i mean your your rental is already furnished um there's a lot you can do with what you already have so once you come up with your overriding vision you can say oh okay well you know this table is going to be perfect but it actually isn't going to work with these chairs So you can change out the chairs or you might take chairs from another rental and move them into to this one or from your own house and move it in. You can, um, you know, source uh, stores in your area to find something a bit more appropriate. But you would be surprised at kind of how you can change an existing rental by just adding some artwork and lighting is huge in terms of setting tone. So um, too many people have um, like big, what I like to call the big box store lighting, and you don't have to spend a fortune on lighting at all, but it should be stylish and it should not look like it came out of, again, I'm keep (laughs) uh, seeing the big box stores, but lighting should not look like it comes out of a big big box store. It should Uh, look individual. I'm going to to make a suggestion here that that we need you. We need you to do a blog post on lighting. (laughs) Okay. Yes, actually, I'm going to encourage anyone listening to this blog, broad, um, podcast to just please ask me questions, and uh, I will do my very best to answer every single one. I I answer everybody's questions, both on my Facebook page and on Twitter, and um, and of course on all of my um, blog posts. And I'm a big answerer, so yeah, I'm here to help. Oh, fantastic, Mercedes! You've been an absolute dream to have on the podcast. I've loved talking to you. And uh, as I said, you've you've really have inspired me and motivated me to to make some changes, not only in 
my my rental properties, but also my home. So, yeah, I'll be one of the ones that's asking you the questions now. And I'll probably be buying <laughs> or going and taking iPhone photos of lights and <laughs> sending them to yeah. you. <laughs> Great. Great. Yes. You know, um, I actually have had two subscribers um, submit photos on the the One Chic Retreat Facebook page. And, you know, I always comment and remark and say, that looks good. You know, do that. Or no, don't do that. That's not going to work. And so I encourage you to to go on there and, and ask me questions there as well. Well, I'm going to put links to your Facebook page, your blog, um, some of the other things that you've um, you've mentioned, you mentioned something called iGavel. I did. I'm a big fan of iGavel. And I haven't heard of that, so I shall put a I shall go and take a look at that and put a link to it. Mercedes, <laughs> thank you so much for being my guest today. It's been, uh, as I say, it's been an absolute pleasure, and uh, and I will certainly be direct, be directing um, people to um, to go to the places where you are, so they can uh, they can ask you questions. But also, there'll be the comments uh, area on the show notes that uh, that they can come and ask any questions. And, and I'm sure you'll be along to answer them. Perfect. Thank you so much for having me. I really, really enjoyed this. This was a lot of fun. Yeah, for me too. Thank you. Bye-bye. I said at the start of this uh, uh, session, this episode, that I was inspired and motivated by Mercedes before we had the discussion. And now I am... I'm just heading straight back to her blog and I'm going to go through every post she's written because everyone has tremendous value. And having talked to her, I I just feel once again so inspired to go and make some changes in my rentals. I'm, I'm thinking I need, I was wincing a little bit because I know that my televisions sit on the plastic stands and that's going to be one of my uh, major goals this fall is to do something about the entertainment area not just see it as a as a bit of an afterthought you know it's something just to put the television on i think i want to go back and create a design feature of it i also want you to uh, go to her blog and find the post on making your bedroom sexy it was really inspiring again for me made me look at at the i've i have the two properties and and i think the bedrooms look nice but that's all i can really say they look nice i want them to look stunning and definitely going to go back and and take another look at them see what i can do to make them look more romantic uh, more enticing for those people who are going to be looking for for that sort of rental for somewhere, particularly in the fall and the winter, when we're getting more couples rather than families coming. So I, for one, am dealing with a different audience at different times of year. So so if you're doing that, maybe you might want to think about changing your bedding, changing um, the way your decor is for different times of year to suit your different audiences. Lots and lots of food for thought there. So thank you once again, Mercedes, for joining me on this session and can't wait to meet you in person one day and uh, sort of pick your brain a little bit more. So that's that's about it for another episode of 
vacation rental success. As ever, and I do say this at the end of every show, please go to the show notes at, and you'll find them at cottageblog.com forward slash VRS040. And when you get there, if you've got any design and decor questions, send them along and Mercedes will um, will come along and answer them. And and as I said in the in our discussion, I've already got a few questions that I'm going to be posing for her. So we'd love to have yours as well. Thank you to everybody who's been uh, commenting on the show notes, on the blog post recently. It's an absolute pleasure to to read them. And for those of you who've contacted me directly uh, by email, I love it. I really like getting your emails. And uh, and as Mercedes says, she always responds personally to hers. I do to mine. And if you've got a question you want to ask, then, then go ahead. Um, I may come back to you and ask if we can use those questions on a future podcasts because we're getting quite a lot of them at the moment and it would be quite nice to have a sort of question and answer session just to bring those uh, questions out into a public forum because you know if you've got a question then it probably means that a lot of others are in the same boat and have the same questions so it would be I just think it'd be quite a nice, uh, nice, nice thing for everybody to hear uh, the questions and uh, and the answers that uh, that we gave to them. So once again, thank you hugely. If you've been on the treadmill, like uh, Mercedes may well be at this moment, then I am pleased to have been your companion on your uh, calorie-driven exercise, <laughs> and uh, and I hope you feel great after it. Uh, I certainly do. Thanks once again for being here. And I'll be with you again very, very soon. This episode of Vacation Rental Success is over. But don't worry, Heather will be back soon. Want more great resources? Visit cottageblogger.com for tips, tricks, downloads, and strategies to help you achieve profit from your vacation rental business.